1: Good morning, Bucknutters. Welcome to the Bucknuts Morning Five here on Friday, July 1st, 2022. What a way to start off the month of July. I am Dave Biddle. I am very happy to be joined by Jonah Booker for his usual Friday visit. My goodness, what are we going to talk about on today's show? Oh, maybe the huge news that hit yesterday that USC and UCLA are joining the Big Ten, Jonah. Um, Two pronged question. Your initial reaction when you heard this yesterday, and now that you've had a chance to digest it, like just what are your thoughts about the Trojans and the Bruins joining the Big Ten. My, my first reaction was, wow,
2: wow, is this really happening? And first of all, Dave, welcome back from vacation. It's been a while since we've been together on the Button us Morning 5, so happy to jump in here with you today, especially the, the day after all of the news dropped. So it's pretty, pretty cool that we we're able to jump in here and talk about that. But my, my initial reaction was, man, it's, it's an all-out arms race right now in college football to see who is going to, one, make the most money, and two, who's going to be the major power brokers. At this point, the question is, will other teams join USC and UCLA? But for me, being out here on the West Coast, I'm ecstatic. It gives me even more opportunities to watch Ohio State. I was talking on the Spaces yesterday, and I was telling people, when Ohio State played out at Cal when Urban Meyer was here, it was an absolute mayhem. Packed house, nothing but Ohio State fans. They completely took over the stadium. All of the West Coast Buckeyes showed up and drove. I mean, tailgating, the band showed up. All of the bars were absolutely packed. And I will never forget, I was out there in the mix of it, having a couple uh, adult beverages, and that was the day that Appalachian state upset Michigan. You want to talk about the entire place just going absolutely bananas. And as we were marching up uh, the hill to go to the Ohio state game, it was just a sight for your eyes just to see that West coast sunset, seeing the Buckeye band out there. I'm just excited, Dave, that Ohio state is going to have the opportunity to play out West on a regular basis. It seems like
1: everybody is on board with, it. I should say everybody like Most Buckeye fans that I've talked to like are all excited about this. Like, yeah, that seems to be the vibe. Like you might think like, oh, come on. We're adding like a couple of California teams or the Big Ten. Like most like Buckeye fans. I haven't like gauged like the interest from around the Big Ten. But even on Twitter, I guess, you know, a little bit I've gauged it. Like it seems like most Big Ten fans like this. Ohio State fans seem to really like this.
2: Yeah. And you look at it in a situation to where a lot of people were questioning what Kevin Warren and what the Big 10 was going to do in order to counter what the SEC was doing with Texas and Oklahoma. And the initial response was, "Hey, let's wrap our arms around the Pac-12 and the ACC. Let's form this type of alliance in order for us to kind of block some of the the voting rights of the SEC." To me, I think a lot of a lot of people within the Big 10 look at this as a move that was necessary. One to combat what the SEC is doing, and two, they look at it as the opportunity for their particular school to be making a hundred plus million a year per school, and hopefully those resources trickle down to the facilities. Um, I'm sure that there's going to be some type of talk eventually about players getting a cut of that, and I, uh, I actually think, Dave, this is going to lead. To one, a breakaway from the NCAA, and two, uh, an expansion to the playoffs. So the expansion of the playoff will give those other Big Ten teams the opportunity to have a seat at the table. And if you listen to Gene Smith comments over the last couple of weeks, especially uh, this particular this past week with CBS Sports, he did an interview, and that was one of the talks was one uh, potentially breaking away from the NCAA, and two. I really like what Ohio State is doing in a NIL wise. Gene is being forward thinking, and Gene talked about mixing in NIL type of funds with scholarships. And where are they going to get that money from? They're going to get that money from TV deals. All
1: right, let's get into this. So I don't think they're done at 16. Um, you know, it's now official. Like when, when the news first broke yesterday, it was like, this is imminent. It's going to happen, but it's not official. And then they made it official last night. So we know. For sure, USC and UCLA are joining. I don't think they're done. I imagine you don't think they're done. So let's say they want to get to 20, and maybe it'll be more than that. Let's just go with 20. If I had to pick the next four, I'm going to go Oregon, Washington. I think they might be kind of be not a package deal, but that would make a little sense there. Oregon's got the Phil Knight money, the Nike money. Not a huge media market with Portland. Obviously, they're in Eugene, but Portland's not a small media market. And you get Washington, decent football program, big media market, Seattle. And then I'm going to go to the ACC and poach North Carolina, maybe Miami. But my first one would be Notre Dame. So if I, you know, Miami would be the fifth one. So I'm going to go Ooh. Oregon, Washington, North Carolina, Notre Dame would be my four. Who would be your four if you could have your four? Man, Dave, you you threw one at me when you said Miami. Miami. I wasn't
2: expecting that one. Yeah, wow. I wasn't expecting that one because you know we've had we've we've heard the chatter. A lot of people said North Carolina. Uh, I know there's been some talk about Virginia out there, uh, and, and obviously, Oregon makes the most sense. I a lot of people think, and some tweets came out later on. Uh, Thursday night saying that Oregon and Washington are talking about staying put. I find that hard to believe. I I do not believe Phil Knight and all the Nike money are willing to sit in a conference that is sinking. It is a sinking ship right now. What are they going to do to counter this in the Pac-12? Go get Boise, go get Fresno, San Diego State. That doesn't move the needle. Their grant of rights uh, as far as the TV contracts are up in 2024 you have to think that the bottom has pretty much dropped out of the bucket when it comes to how much they're going to be able to maximize the dollar amounts. So if you're Oregon, why in the world would you sit there in that conference knowing that USC and UCLA is about to be making about $50 million more per year than you? So I agree with you in regards to those two schools. Uh, Notre Dame, I mean, we've been talking about this Notre Dame thing for you know, 20 years now, Dave, and when you, or more, but when you have alums like Mike Golick and and those guys saying the time is now, you have to strike. If you're Notre Dame, I think that's something that you may want to pay attention to. And if you're Notre Dame, the question that a lot of people are going to ask, Are you going to try to come in here and try to big boy everybody and say, hey, we have this NBC type of money. We're not going to share it with anybody else and try to get some type of sweetheart deal because, you know, Notre Dame is going to want some type of sweetheart deal if they are in the conference. So I I think they will try to make a swing at Notre Dame. I'm not 100 percent convinced that Notre Dame will actually make the move, but I do like North Carolina. I just think that they may stay with another traditional academic power like a Virginia just to throw a bone to the academic elites in the Big Ten. But, man, I do like the Miami pick that you said. That would be fun. I mean, you get the Buckeyes down
1: there in South Beach in L.A. woo And Miami is a good academic school. I think people are it surprised is. to learn it's It's a smaller school than people think. You know, Coral Gables, it's a, it's a little more right. like – secluded than people think it's a it's a good academic school like we think of them as like the football program but like yeah i think miami you know if notre dame doesn't want to get on this money train which they better um miami could be if, a really good fit maybe maybe we get both of them go ahead right if, if miami tries to make a
2: move to the big 10 what, what do you think clemson florida state try to get to the
1: sec for sure um, yeah i i think clemson and florida state are made for the sec I really do. I really do. And, you know, I, I would like to have North Carolina, and if we're going to poach another one from the ACC, I'd love, I'd love for it to be Miami, unless you consider Notre Dame and an ACC school, which I guess it kind of is. As you mentioned, Virginia would be the other one to be on my radar a little bit, more so than Virginia Tech. Even if Virginia Tech's a better football program, I think, like, maybe Virginia has more potential. Uh, and you always want, the like, the state school instead of, like, the, you know, you know, you want Virginia instead of Virginia Tech, if you can get yeah. them. Yeah. Um, but and people but you also Georgia Tech, too. Here's what I'll push back on Georgia Tech. I get it with it being you're in the center of Atlanta. Great academic school has the potential, has some history with football. Here's the problem, as we all know. Anybody who's familiar with Atlanta? Yeah, Georgia Tech's in the middle of Atlanta. They play a distant second fiddle in Atlanta to Georgia, to the Bulldogs. Right. So I don't know if you want right. that. Hey, I'll, I'll ask you this. Does Dabo Swinney want that smoke
2: if he goes to the SEC? I, I don't know. That, I don't know if Dabo wants that. I mean, Clemson—they've benefited tremendously for being in a watered-down ACC conference, a conference that is not as strong as it used to be, especially with Miami and Florida State being down. Clemson—they've been able to really capture uh, that that streak there of pretty much dominating the conference. But if you talk about North Carolina, you talk about Virginia. You're now you're now getting two really good basketball programs with two football programs that has the potential to do something. I really think that North Carolina football program, with the resources pumping into that that those facilities there, with the Jordan money, I think North Carolina can make a little bit of noise there if if you're able to give them the opportunity. But now you're talking about will North Carolina want to move away from Duke? Will they try to you know what? Will, will they try to move away from that? Uh, that triangle that they have there in North Carolina from some of those rivalries that you already have. But the the scheduling is what's going to be interesting, Dave. I've had people ask me, Will will, they, will you have UCLA and USC in the Big Ten West? I seem to think that they may do
1: away with divisions or they may do some type of pod system. What do you think? I totally agree with you. I think they'll they'll do like a pod system if they don't completely do away with divisions i would just do away with divisions and have like you have like three opponents that are like common opponents every year for ohio state it would be michigan penn state probably michigan state um yeah i mean i think you would have to do that and then you know kind of engineer it a little bit where ohio state and usc are playing a decent amount you know you'd have to do that um but um yeah i i would be absolutely in favor of that let me ask you this I, i think obviously i mean it's Anything in life, follow the money. Um, the TV contracts, let's say they, they didn't even add USC and UCLA, and they're just sitting there at the 14 that they have right now, they still would have had the largest media market in the country in you in uh, New York City, uh, number three in Chicago, uh DC, um, you know, go on and on and on, you know, Philly, on and on. Um, they would have had they're already talking about the big time was gonna break the bank, as you know, jay Book, with this TV contract. Now with these LA schools, USC, UCLA and more schools about to jump on. How much of this do you think is TV-driven, and especially with these other schools that are wanting to jump on? And that might affect Notre Dame as well, as we're talking about. Yeah, Notre Dame is making a lot of money right now with NBC, but this Big Ten contract was going to break the bank even before these other programs jumped on board. Now it's going to be astronomical. Just how much of a factor do you think this is? I think the TV uh, networks played a major role in this. I,
2: I The last numbers that I was reading with the 14 teams that were in place, they were talking anywhere between 75 to 80 million per school with that increasing uh, year over year. So Big Ten, they were set. They were good to go. Regardless of what happens with the Pac-12, they were going to be making a ridiculous amount of money more than any other conference, period. Now you, you throw in the L.A. market, what they're saying is you're looking at upwards to 100, 100. Fifteen hundred ten million uh, per school, and I was I saw last night that Amazon has asked, asked asked the Big Ten and Fox to come back to the negotiating table because they want to start picking up rights. When you start having the CBS who's losing the SEC, CBS Sports said that they want to get some second tier type of Big Ten games on their network. ESPN still wants to have their hand in the cookie jar, and then you you throw in Fox who's going to get the first tier games. We talked about it before. There's going to be some form of online streaming here. They're going to go ahead and expand that particular market, but the money's going to be so significant that for USC, you cannot sit there and watch a Rutgers making $50 million per season more than you when you're a traditional blue blood out there and you're looking around and saying, hey, what we can't survive in this, this landscape of college football where you have everyone in the SEC Everyone in the Big Ten doubling the amount of money that we're going to be making.
1: This is just so crazy to me. I mean, just like saying it out loud that USC and UCLA are in the Big Ten. I mean, I know it's not going to, it's not official like right now, but it it, it is official. It's going to happen 2024. Maybe I should have mentioned that earlier. It's going to be official 2024, 2025 school year. It's crazy. You and I both grew up here in the state of Ohio and. The thought of USC and UCLA in the Big Ten is just crazy to me. I mean, yeah. maybe like in, in a few weeks, uh, it'll settle in. It's, it's still just insane yeah. to me, even the day after. Let me ask you this.
2: What do you think happens to the Rose Bowl? I mean, in the bowl tie-ins, do we see
1: a potential Big Ten championship out at the Rose Bowl? People have said that. I mean, I, I not every year I don't want to see that. I've said since I was a little kid. I remember saying like when I was like eight years old, like, you know, like, why do we have to play the Rose Bowl in, in L.A.? It was like 1984. Keith Byers, Mike Tomzak, Chris Carter, Chris Spielman. I was like, why do we have to go to L.A. and play in their hometown? Why don't they come to Columbus? And then my parents were like, that's not how it works, boy. Uh, we're good. You know we got to go out to the Rose Bowl. So if we go out there every once in a while, that's fine. But then they got to come every once in a while to Indy. You know they got to right. come to Detroit. They got to come to Minneapolis. I'm not going to say we got to play outside in Columbus as much as I want to say that. Um, but they got to, okay. If we're going to do it in at the Rose Bowl one year for the Big Ten Championship, we're coming to Indy the next year. Is how I would right. do it. I and I also think
2: that the playoff expansion is inevitable, and I think the Rose Bowl will be a staple location for one of the. Uh, playoff type of games, but as far as the tradition, I mean, that, that Ohio State versus Utah game with the sun setting over the stadium, I mean, it's beautiful. It, it's beautiful to see that Big Ten Pac-12 matchup, and people who are traditionalists, that's going to be something that is pretty much at risk right now, because even if you try to keep a Big Ten type of Pac-12 type of uh, Rose Bowl scenario, it's going to be watered down. I mean, a lot of people won't respect it um, as much, considering that, you know, maybe you maybe uh, Oregon leaves as well. What are you going to have, a Colorado versus Ohio State in the Rose Bowl or a, a consistent Utah dominating the Rose Bowl? But I'm curious to see how the bow tie-ins. Are, and I bet you the, the Rose Bowl people are on the phone trying to figure out where they stand in this entire picture. And the Rose Bowl has a lot of sway with the playoff committee and a lot of those hierarchy guys that are in
1: the ivory tower in the big 10 office. Great stuff from Jonah Booker. Good catching up with you, my man, after a, a few weeks off. Uh, wow. I still, as I said, I still can't believe it. USC and UCLA are going to be in the big 10. There's probably gonna be more following. It's just crazy seeing what's happening with NIL conference realignment, man. We're in the midst of just this crazy shifting of the landscape of college sports. It's exciting crazy. Uh, Great stuff out of Jonah Booker. Really appreciate it as always, my friend. Um, Appreciate all the listeners out there and viewers. If you like the show, like, subscribe, give us a five-star review. We really appreciate that. It helps a lot. Thanks again to Jonah. Thanks to all of you. Hope everyone has a great day and a great 4th of July weekend.